0: Welcome. Goodbye, Haley. Welcome, everybody, to Americana the American Way. Big John here. That's me. Um, where to start today? Start with a sip of Coke while I think. The, uh, the social socialized media is um what is my social media <laughs> rumble americana the american way youtube americana the american way twitter the real underscore or at the real underscore big john uh so trying this new app but what the it called uh clout hub at the real underscore Big John, um, yeah. So, what happened today? What happened? As it is 19 minutes before 11 a.m., remove move my book of Christmas stamps out of the way. January the 12th, 2021. Um, so the first thing that I've accidentally watched today, I planned on watching it, but then last night I was, I didn't sleep good, so I slept like most of the day today. Um, but Trump's speech at the uh, border wall, a very boring speech, very mundane, if you will, He he said some things like, "Oh, the next administration is going to start to, or is going to want to take this away," but I don't think they can. Um, He talked about one of the uh, past or heads of border security told him, "Oh, we need more drones than we need walls," or somebody said they needed more drones than wall. And uh, he said, why? So, they, so you can watch the aliens sneak across the border? The one thing uh, I, I, I liked about this is, and you won't hear it anymore, but he referred to illegal aliens as illegal aliens. That's what they were known as most of my life. It didn't matter what country they came from. They, you know, it could have been someone illegal from Canada, but they were always called illegal aliens. In the last few years, they've changed from illegal immigrants to undocumented immigrants to now uh, people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez want to refer to them as undocumented citizens. Folks, you can't be a citizen of the United States without documentation. Every job I work at, every place I go, they ask me for proof that I'm an American citizen. Lived here my whole life, but I can't just go in there and they say, we need to see your ID and you go, I am me, you know, so it's not a racial thing, it's everybody. That's uh, you know legal citizen. You know, when I go to sign up to vote, when I go to uh, cash a check, um, apply for a job, anything, I have to have my proof that I'm who I say I am, and sometimes I have to prove I'm an American citizen. But they just want to change everything, and you know head towards. A one world government, which the Democrats, the liberals, they never have learned from other people's mistakes. A lot of uh, Europe, with like the European Union wanted to go to open borders. Everybody just run around like you know wild wild Indians, wild people, wild, you know crazy. Do whatever you want to do, right? Do that. Um, then they found out it didn't work, found out that, you know, some bad people come across your border and they need to be checked, you know, they found out that, you know, uh, food that was, you know, passable in one country poisoned people in another because one country didn't have the same standards, you know, things like that. You know, and we're not, you know, being racial or, or, or talking about people, even. It's the moving of goods and services across international borders, too. There needs to be, you know, standards and checks and inspections. But anyways, back to Trump's speech. You now, he said that, you know, the caravans of uh, illegal aliens are forming again. Uh, he's talked about the success of the wall. And he started out by condemning the violence of January 6th uh, and of course the media is gonna say that he's never condemned it you can watch his speech if you watch it unedited 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 <laughs> watch it without any edits to it you will see and hear that he did condemn the violence Uh, the riots in D.C. on January 6th said that the people who participated can and will be prosecuted and uh, all that stuff. So, again, you won't hear it from the stream media, but I heard it with my own ears. I'm going to turn the relaxation music off. Even though it's nice, it's interfering with my flow here Um, so that's where you are Uh, later on in the day the house uh, passed its resolution asking Mike Pence to uh, enact or invoke the 25th amendment Mike Pence responded with a letter to speaker Pelosi Uh, saying that, you know, he's not going to enact the 25th Amendment. Um, He reiterated that, you know, they want to move on with the transfer of power and healing the nation and that what the Democrats were doing with the request to enact the 25th Amendment was uh, divisive to America, was uh, creating... Uh, more problems than it would solve. And so uh, tomorrow, which will be Wednesday the 13th, the House will impeach the President for the second time. means nothing because the Senate has no work sessions scheduled between today and January 20th, the inauguration. So they can symbolically impeach him they can rev up their base, their Antifa, and their Black Lives Matter fans and friends. But they're they're, they're not going to get Trump out of office in the next eight days. Uh, and I don't care how many of these stories you hear from um, unverified sources inside the White House that Trump's running around like a madman unless it's verified and a credible person goes on the record and verifies it or there i mean there's there's there are cameras in the white house some <clears throat> security cameras there are recordings somebody could you know do a public uh, records request perhaps i don't know the law exactly but i'm sure that you know you could get the security film or the recordings, uh, and see what's going on in there, you know, but uh, anyways, that, that's just a guesstimation on my point, uh, or on my part, pardon me. Um, of course, in his letter to Nancy Pelosi, Mike Pence condemned the riot, uh, on January 6th, and he also, uh, commended the congress and the speaker on their bravery uh that day of reconvening and continuing with the business of the american people and he said he stated in that letter that just like he didn't cave into pressures to do things uh, during the electoral college count that were beyond his constitutional duties or abilities, he wouldn't cave to this political pressure either. So there, he kind of uh, spoke back uh, against these the stories, uh, or maybe you could say addressed a little bit stories of uh, you know how Trump and us conservatives were pressuring him to do things that were beyond his capability. And I still see some friends of mine that think they're really smart and really informed and edumacated on the Constitution, saying Pence it could have done this, and Pence could have done, no, he couldn't have. I read the law, go back through these podcasts and videos. I read the law myself, and nowhere in there did it give Pence the right to throw out votes. And Pence did everything constitutionally and by the law that he was allowed to do. He let the Republicans have their objections. He let the uh, Senate and House um, convene back to their own chambers for two hours of debate. I watched the entire thing, except for the nap I took immediately following. The president's speech, which coincided with the immediate start of the riot, uh, I picked the wrong times. I go to bed late one one election night. Trump's winning. It's impossible to overcome these leads statistically, numerically, everything. Lee, and suddenly I wake up and Trump is losing. What? So, I gotta stop sleeping, I guess. Um, but anyhow, uh, this stuff with, uh, Republicans and conservatives, uh, there's a, uh, a lot of stuff going around. I read one, um, such... What would you call it? Uh, Instant message. Thank you, Brain, for waking up. I read one such such instant message I got the other day about, uh, you know, it was all about to come down and Trump is leaping from, you know, one secret military base to another. uh, And National Guard and Marines are going to take over certain cities and start rounding up uh, people that cheated and stole the election Look guys if something sounds too good to be true, it is and when we post things like that when we share even an instant messenger with our other conservative friends, we're damaging our own cause we're ho- we're hurting our own movement. Um, I saw one uh meme it's uh supposed to be Juliet it's Ju- not Julius, not Juliet Juliet was Romeo's girlfriend. Julius Caesar uh, and you know he was what stabbed or attacked by 60 or 600 uh, Senators well it shows you know Trump's face on Julius Caesar's face and uh, a knife-wielding Senator behind him except this time it's not a senator. It's Mike Pence's face. Come on people Pence defended this president through thick and thin and then some. Pence out debated Kamala Harris and made the president look good after the president had a horrible first debate. I mean, even I looked at that first debate and said Joe Biden won. Uh other people say, well Biden didn't win it. And upon further review, yeah, I wouldn't say that he won. But when Trump interrupted and stuff like that, he hurt himself. He hurt himself. Um, but Pence fought valiantly for Trump, and we gotta keep on message. We got yeah, it's great to quote the Constitution. It's great to put the Constitution and the law of the land out there for people, and it's great to. Sh- great to share our knowledge with other people but share our knowledge means fact not uh, your opinion That because then you're just like the mainstream media you're giving your opinion of the facts you're not stating the facts so we've got to watch ourselves there I mean it just frustrates me and infuriates me really when I see you know fairly intelligent Republicans posting these ludicrous conspiracies and so on. We just make ourselves and our movement look bad. Uh, lastly, and I'm going to read some, some news here and some things I've I, got triggered by or thought were interesting um burning no um sorry thought I had cigar ash burning through something what, there's no reason for a Republican to be in Washington, D.C., January 20th. There are some rhinos, like the Lincoln Project losers, that <laughs> they, they tried to run six senatorial candidates, or six candidates this election cycle. They were oh for 6. Losers, and then they're the first ones to be... All up on Facebook talking smack about Trump. Especially after one of their boys, uh, Matt Borges, was involved in the $60 million bribery scandal here in Ohio. But anyway. Anywho. There's no reason for a Republican to be in Washington January 6th. Four years ago, we watched Antifa riot and bust up windows of parked cars, parked limousines at the presidential inauguration. Now, there was a lot said that um, nobody attended Trump's inauguration. I don't know how many people will attend Joe Biden's don't care either Uh, Trump's inauguration smashed uh, ratings for online viewership however so Trump had plenty of supporters now Washington D.C. is a Democrat town Uh, Northern Virginia is Democrat country Uh, so Biden will have you know, as many or more people there than Trump did. But as far as conservatives and Republicans, even the Proud Boys, whatever they are, um, there's no reason for us to be... Wait, I mean... I'm not part of the Proud Boys. So I should, when I say us, I mean conservatives, Republicans, Christians to be in Washington on January 6th. I need to take my hat off because my furnace is running. Now I'm getting hot. Hot under the collar. over well, politicking. What a shock. Um, but if you're going to be in D.C., okay, and you want to do your thing, and you want to uh, picket or protest the Biden inauguration, You have that constitutional right. uh, What I'm doing here is I'm giving a rebuttal to the argument that people are going to make against what I just said. You do have the right to be there as an American if you're a Republican. But if you see foolishness starting to break out, one, you can try to de-escalate it. And if de-escalating your fellow protester does not work, you need to walk away because if these people that uh, vandalized the Capitol building, if they knew that they didn't have an audience like television, social media, newspapers and what have you if they knew nobody was going to watch them or look at them, they wouldn't have done as much as they did. They may have, uh, there may have still been a protest and a rally. But let's face it, people resort to these tactics to get attention. A friend of mine, she just finally got her, uh, her big break in life. She's pretty cool. pool pretty cool girl. Woman. Actually. Uh, actually, um, she's, she's rolling in a Mercedes Benz and doing something at a bank. I don't know, but she, I need to hook up with that sugar mama. Cause I can't, I can't take care of myself people. Uh, but anyways, she posted on, uh, Facebook today, the same, uh, What are they called? The same baby boomer parents that told us not to post pictures of ourselves holding a beer in college on our Facebook because we'll never get hired were posting selfies of themselves rioting at the White House January 6th. And that's pretty much true. Or part of rioting at the Capitol building. That's pretty much true. I mean, the people I saw there were Thirty somethings and upwards. I know there were some Republicans and some Antifa. You know there have been. Do- there's documentation and photographic evidence of both. One was a recently elected um, member of the House of Delegates from West Virginia, um, a Republican. It was his first election. Uh, He's like thirty or forty years old. That's not an excuse. I'm just stating a point. Um... And he got swept up in it, maybe he went there with the intention of doing something stupid, but you know he was in there taking selfies uh I don't know if he stole anything or vandalized he did, but whatever it was he was ended up resigning his position so you work so hard for you know let's face it, you probably decide what you want to be in life around twenty something. If this guy was 40 years old and elected to the House of Delegates, he put 20 years of his life's work into uh, getting there, and then he blows it in one day. That's why I just stayed away. Uh, you know, I had every intention of going down and was going to meet up with some friends, and I don't know what I would have done if I would have been there because sometimes you get swept up, sometimes you're just gawking. Sometimes you're just looking around, you know, um, it's hard to say, but a lot of things happen that people should not have done and they're suffering the consequences now. Um, 170 some odd criminal charges have been filed so far. The FBI is investigating 40,000 leads and I'm sure a lot of those leads are on like the same people. But uh, the local Pittsburgh News affiliate, one of the reporters who I went to college with, she doesn't know who the heck I am, but she was always the cutie on Kent State TV too, and now she's the hottie on WPXI Channel 11. Uh, So, yeah, still male chauvinist, deal with it. You know, she shared uh photographs saying, you know, that the the police are looking for these people and I shared them too. And if I would have recognized anybody, I would have turned them in. You don't you don't vandalize anything in this country. You you just don't act the way people acted January sixth. So Republicans, conservatives, Trumpers, stay away. You know, we'll live to fight another day. We we win elections, we win on election day. That's. Pardon me. I'll clear my throat. That's our fight. That's when we win. Not acting like Antifa and these uh, other people uh, that run amok and riot and, you know, raise hell and vandalize. So. Saw a strange headline today. <laughs> It's come from something called Law and Crime. Now, I've seen the similar headlines somewhere else or a lot of other places, and it's basically Mitch McConnell is uh pleased to see the end of the line for Trump train in sight uh other headlines say Mitch McConnell is happy to see the impeachment going on or. Glad that it's the end of Trump, something like that. Um, but this one, said, this one calls him Cocaine Mitch. Folks, if Mitch McConnell was on cocaine, he'd have a lot more energy and be a lot less dull. But anyway, law and crime, whatever this is. Mitch Cocaine Mitch reportedly pleased to see the end of the line for Trump train in sight. It appears it appears that President Trump's once impenetrable dam of Republican allegiance and Felty in Congress fealty in Congress may be finally breaking after Trumpism hit too close to home for lawmakers last week at the US Capitol. Senate, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has reportedly told his colleagues and associates that he is pleased Democrats are impeaching the president for a second time, believing that the move will help him distance himself from Trumpism, according to a Tuesday report from the New York Times. Uh, And of course, we know Democrats in the House uh, went forward with impeachment papers on Monday. Today, they went and did their resolution on the 25th Amendment, uh, I think, to make Mike Pence look bad for 2024. You know, so they can say, "Well, you wouldn't, you know, invoke the 25th Amendment against your President Trump when he was being a bad boy." You know, there was nothing that I saw or heard that Trump did other than saying in tweets be there January 6th, it's going to be wild. Probably not the right thing to say at all, considering the political climate. Um, Don't think that the... I don't think that those words need to be used by the president. Um, but I watched his speech that day, and just like today where he calls for peace, and the media won't say that he called for peace. Um, He also, in in light of the inauguration and in light of what happened on the 6th, he declared a state of emergency in D.C. and uh, enacted the National Guard and, and things like that. Uh, and all the uh, government agencies like FEMA, in case something crazy does happen on the 20th, and I hope it doesn't. I'm telling you guys, you're hurting yourselves and the cause when you act a fool. But some people won't listen. Some people will still have to go there and carry on, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, Trump put forth the... the... Um, state of emergency so that they can uh be prepared for anything that might go on on january 20th um, so fox news reported department of justice and fbi say more than 170 charged in u.s capital riot quote this is only the beginning and it should be only the beginning uh there were a lot more than a hundred and seventy people i uh, i I'm saying there was a couple hundred to two thousand out of the um, out of the uh two hundred thousand pardon me, I lost my train of thought um that were going to be there for the president um to rally for the president sorry. There were a couple thousand or less that uh, rioted. That doesn't make it okay. I'm not making excuses. Again, I'm just pointing out a fact because the media doesn't give you facts. I want to try to play this clip of what Carl uh, Rove and Trey Gowdy have to say. Got to unmute it though. Up the country and his presidency by calling off the House. I don't know what they're going to do, Carl. I, mean, I got a little bit of a calendar here, the best I can piece it together. You get articles tomorrow, perhaps. That, that, that's Wednesday. Uh, Mitch McConnell said a note out late on Friday night, said the first time the Senate can take this up, and the Senate's obligated, based on the Constitution, to take up quickly, uh, would be at 1 o'clock a week from tomorrow, which is Inauguration Day. So then President Trump is now former president. The Constitution talks about presidents. They don't talk about former presidents. Uh, how would you expect this to go? Would the House hold the, the articles back before you went 100 days down the road and help Joe Biden to unwind his agenda? I mean, there, there's a lot there. What is your guess? Well, the House will take it up because the House can, and they will pass it quickly because Nancy Pelosi has announced she's got the votes. But the Senate, by unanimous consent, every member agreed that they're not coming back into session until January 19th which means that if they attempt to come back into session, all it requires is one member to say, I object, and they cannot come back into session. So they've already agreed. We're going to appear back here on January 19th, assume that the House passes its business. It then has to be delivered to the Senate, and and they will be physically unable to begin a hearing in the committee or a vote, excuse me, a hearing on the floor and do the trial that they're supposed to do until after President Trump was no longer president. I, I agree with the Wall Street Journal editorial that said that one of the things that. Okay. Got an interruption in my video feed because I was probably pedaling around too much. So, yeah, Rove said there just what I've been saying. Carl Rove said. Um, <laughs> He didn't say "hachu." He said uh, the Senate doesn't have anything on its plate uh, until January 19th and 20th. The earliest they could take this up would be January 20th at 1 p.m., okay, according to Mitch McConnell. Now, what, what do we do? Oh, another video started playing right when I didn't want it to. Uh, what do we do? The House can pass its thing, but what's the point of convicting President Trump after he's out of office? Um, Now, I didn't get in-depth into it, but I did see an article that said a second impeachment cannot stop President Trump from running again in 2024. Now, what was it? Nixon was impeached and then pardoned. Uh, by Jerry Jerry Ford uh, because Ford wanted to save the nation the embarrassment Uh, officially on the record. So we don't really know. At least I don't know. I haven't seen anything constitutionally saying even if he's convicted by the Senate, which is possible now because Mittens Romney will vote with the Democrats to convict him and a few other few republicans to save face will vote to convict him but that means nothing it just means he's kicked out of office that he's already out of so what's the point uh anyhow another thing remember last uh episode i talked about um corporations were getting into butt covering mode some of them had stopped donating money to Republicans. Some stopped political donations altogether. And now you have some uh, credit card corporations, companies no longer processing contributions to uh, President Trump's, campaign, which is over, but he still has a a fund open. Maybe your people are trying to donate towards 2024, but let's see if this article plays what I want it to play. Some people have a million dollars or more saved for retirement. but But That's not it. Surprise, surprise. Let me go back here. It, It was like Visa... Okay, let's see here. Alright, this is the thing I wanted. Come on. Let's work technology. Work with me, not against me. It says payment processors halt transactions to Trump after capital mob. CNBC's Kate Rooney explains why Stripe, that's the company I was thinking of, Visa and others have chosen to stop payments to the Trump campaign and supporters and supporters who are calling for violence. I haven't seen any Trump supporters call for violence. Well, some have. Some stupid ones have. I take that back. Let's see if Kate's video will play so I can broadcast her and get another copyright strike from YouTube. It's not going to do it. Well, anyways, this is a thing where we've become too reliant on corporations. Um, you know, the days of, you know, you go to your corner store, your local mom and pop store, and you ask for something on credit, or you put it on layaway. Remember layaway? For those of you that don't know, you should be able to take an item... Or items off the shelf at the, the big box retailers. Which back in my day were Kmart and Hills and uh, Walmart. And you could take them to a window in the back of the store. And say I want to lay this away. And once a month you'd come in. Make your payment. And then once. You had like three months or six months to pay it off altogether. And when your uh, payments were finished or when you paid your balance down enough to where you could pay it off, you could pick up your items. Those days are done. Now everything is online transactions, uh, PayPal, Swipe, uh, of course Visa, and MasterCard, American Express. They've always been around in most people's lifetimes. But that stuff's all done and gone. Goodbye. Now, everything now is, uh, or get yeah, Visa, MasterCard, American Express aren't gone. Layaway, away, uh, having credit at your local, you know, retail store, your mom and pop store where you could say, Hey man, I, I've known you my whole life. I live down the street or I own a business in the neighborhood. Can I, uh, give you half the money now, and when my customer pays me, I come back and pay you the rest of what I owe you. That's done. Everything is corporation now. Uh, you can, you know, send people money back and forth on Facebook uh, and things like that. Everything is direct deposit, and we're so reliant on these big companies. You know, what if? somebody sees one of my videos and says they don't like me and they report me to Visa and you know, I have Visa cards attached to uh, monetizing things like my rumble or um, what, what other one is there? What else do I have monetized? Patreon stuff like that, right? Well, Visa puts me on a shit list. Now where does my direct deposit from my job go? Because it goes to a bank account that's attached to a Visa debit card. Or vice versa. a Visa debit card that's attached to a bank account. It, it's scary times when... You know, bankers and... Crooked people on the left... And the right. But... They tend to side with the left wing. They can cut you off and ruin your life? What about people like Anomaly and Tim Pool and the Hodge twins? That this is their life. This is their income. If Visa decides to stop processing payments to them, they're really out of luck. You know? only person I support online is... Um, Five bucks to a lady wrestler on Patreon called named Danny Moe, real Danny Moe, if you want to go on Patreon and support her. (sighs) I don't know why I support her. I just wanted to support somebody that was like a normal person that didn't have like millions of followers. But anyways, so I'm one of 135 people or something like that, or maybe less. I think she gets $135 a month, it says, from Patreon. I don't know, maybe she can buy some protein powder or something for her wrestling. But, uh, so anyways, that was way off color, but she, uh, you know, what happens when these companies just start cutting off average people? That's why they say, you know, have cash, have cash on hand, um, not saying where I hide my cash but what there is of it Um, you know I keep cash around I haven't gotten into the gold bar thing yet or gold coins because I don't get that I can't go to the store and spend a gold coin you know like hey here's a thousand dollar ounce of gold for my bottle of soda pop. My my bottle of pop, the cashier just looked at me like, what is this, a a gold dollar? What, what, 50 cent piece? What are you doing, kid? Kid, I'm 44. Uh, What, but, you know, what's the point of having gold bars in your house or gold coins? I mean, yeah, gold's worth a lot of money right now, but it has to be changed from a piece of gold into currency. You can't really spend it in a crisis. Um, I don't feel that there's a crisis coming on. My biggest concern right now is um, not res- revolution, not a, a second civil war. My biggest concern right now is um, Joe Biden putting the country on another lockdown. Uh, he's talked about a not- another mask mandate nationwide. Most places are already doing that and it's not helping, you know, um, we got to get this vaccine going. You can take it if you choose to. I'm going to choose to, but if you don't want to take it, you shouldn't have to. Um, Furthermore, I I don't know how another lockdown is going to help. Now, Andrew Cuomo, the Gov of New York, I just saw is uh, anti-lockdown. What? Alright, I'll end with this. You tell me these crazy fools did not lock down their states, did not hurt their own people with lockdowns in order to hurt President Trump's reelection. election Because Trump's thing was the great economy, right? So they said for the longest time if we can hurt the economy we can hurt Trump. Now, I don't think they hurt Trump. Trump got more votes in New York than he did last election. He got more votes everywhere than he did last election. And somehow Biden found 80 million votes to steal and, uh, you know, people filling in ballots and shit. Uh, you'll never convince me this selection wasn't stolen. And if you look at Rudy Giuliani's evidence... You'll see why states like Georgia and Pennsylvania wanted to reconvene their state legislatures to change their electors from Biden to Trump, but their governors wouldn't let them. Anyway, moving on, now Andrew Cuomo, Gov of New York, is anti-lockdown after he's locked his state down for how long? Now he's anti-lockdown. You tell me that he wasn't locking down to try and hurt Trump. You know the death toll in his state was one of the worst, and he tried to put it all on Trump. And he said, "Well, I have to lock you people in your houses to save you from yourselves." Now he's ta- now he's saying the lockdowns are bad. Yeah, we've known that. People's people's need their sunshines. We need our vitamin d that we get from the sun we need to be exposed to germs some of us elderly people with pre uh, other health risks no but your body strengthens itself by getting sick and rebuilding itself oh ridiculous but now andrew cuomo is on the record of being anti-lockdown anyways hope i informed you guys of some things I'm going to do a take apart or a breakdown of Joe Biden's cabinet, but that'll be a, a video and podcast all unto itself. Uh, I'm going to finish setting up my Patreon page and then I'm going to link it in the description for you guys. Uh, so if you want to support me, you can do that. So with that, God bless you. Pray for each other. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Americana the American Way. Wish I could play you out to some music, but keep getting copyright struck on YouTube.